0: hey hero makers if you are craving a healthy dose of offbeat and informative takes on business and tech news check out the hustle daily show hosted by zachary crockett jacob cohen rob litterst and juliet bennett rila brought to you by the hubspot podcast network the audio destination for business professionals here are some great episodes to check out now TikTok's plan to take over your ears. This is where the group discusses why the company is laser focused on music as its next frontier. Another episode is the big business of Margaritaville. Did you know Jimmy Buffett's beachy anthem has inspired a billion dollar hospitality business built around 11 foot tall pairs of flip flops? This episode breaks down the entire story. Or check out the episode where they talk about how movie theaters aren't dead after all. The in-person movie experience looks to be returning and the group jumps in as to why. If you like your business news on the irreverent side yet informative side, The Hustle Daily Show has got you covered. Listen to The Hustle Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hero Maker. It's the end of 2022 and there have been so many amazing episodes of the Marketing Made Simple podcast.
0: And so we wanted to put together a marketing mixtape just for you with all of your favorite episodes and most requested episodes, highlighting the tips you need to take your marketing to the next level heading into 2023. I'm to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast, powered by Story Brand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hello, JJ, and happy holidays, Hero Maker. Oh, it is the holiday season. Now, you can probably hear in my voice, I have been at many parties and oh, I've been the at caroling. The caroling. And I've been teaching a lot because we're kind of wrapping up workshops for the end of the year. So my voice has been feeling it a little Uh bit, feeling it a little bit. And But I am here because I'm very excited about this episode uh, because we're coming to the end of the year and we've had an amazing year. Like we've had an amazing year overall, especially on this podcast. And we wanted to bring some of those memories back to our listeners here. And we wanted to do it with a mixtape. Did you make mixtape tapes when you were a kid oh absolutely just waiting by the radio
1: yes yes just yes! like okay all right okay all right rick d rick rick steves rick d's rick d's mm-hmm. <laughs> rick mm-hmm. steves is the <laughs> travel guy <laughs> <laughs> rick d's <Deves> and the <laughs> i already said it wrong again <laughs> rick d's and the weekly top 40 yes. you know just like waiting by the radio. Uh, Specifically, I needed the Spice Girls wannabe song. Yes. Because the first time I heard it, I remember I was standing in my friend Courtney's house and I remember thinking to myself as an eighth grader, This is going to be a hit.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You always had a knack for that. You always had a knack for spotting those under the radar hits. So I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I needed that song in my life and I wanted to be able to play it over and over again. So of course I was
0: sitting by the radio to hit play and record at the same time. Hero Maker, we did not want you to have to... (laughs) Turn on your car radio or you know, somebody and it. and hold up, you know, the your tape recorder, your little tape recorder, so you could get the words I'm of snorting. wisdom. That's so silly. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> We didn't want you to have to hold up your tape recorder to the radio to get the highlights from the Marketing Made no, Simple podcast we would this year. never do that to you. No, no, no. We wanted to put it all in one place so we could make a mixtape for you with some highlights from this year. And we're going to do that in this episode, part one, mixtape episode, part one. And next week, we're going to offer another mixtape. And on top of that, what we've done is we've actually curated a list for you in Spotify. So in the show notes for this episode, Next week's episode, we've created a Spotify playlist with all of these episodes on it and links to the Apple podcast episodes as well. So you have everything in one place. So you do not have to get those tape recorders out. (laughs) I know you were wanting to do that. (laughs) I know you're wanting to go back to that, but you don't have to. So one of your favorite episodes from this
1: year was episode number 37. That's right. We're going way back to March. And this one was with Paige Worthy and Jenna Gribble, both StoryBrand certified guides. And they're kind of a work wife situation. One is a copywriter. One is a designer. And they really broke down how do you utilize both copy and design in order to make your website work?
2: What I really need from a copywriter is Obviously, to be set up with the words that I'm going to make look beautiful on the page, but somebody who can actually guide my clients and help me problem solve because I'm an expert at what I do, but I don't know everything, right? Like I'm not going to always have every single answer, and she's got this whole skill set. I know. I wish I did (laughs) Uh, the doors that would open for me if I knew everything, right? Um, But she's got this amazing skill set where she just knows how to like unwind things and problem solve and the copy that she writes is amazing. She can write to any voice. And she really just brings this additional strategy level to it, because we're both very strategic in the way that we approach marketing with our clients. Like, I'm making things look beautiful, but it isn't just about making things look beautiful. It's about a little bit more than that. You really need to look at it from a holistic lens. And Paige really understands that part of the branding.
1: And Paige, whenever you are handing your very amazing, crafted, beautiful words over to (laughs) Jenna, what is it that Jenna does? Obviously, you guys strategize together, but what is it about the design that she really helps pull out from your work and, and just elevate it to the next level?
3: A lot of the time I am able to hand to Jenna, not only, you know, a brand script and the copy that I've written, but also some guidelines around voice and tone that as a branding professional, you know, as Jenna said, she's not just a designer who puts things up on a screen and makes them look pretty. She also has a lot of deep experience in the the branding iceberg that goes deep below the water. And... So she can take a brand script and some voice and tone guidelines and find a way to express that visually where it really brings the copy to life authentically and in the way that that I intended it.
1: All right, This has been so great. What I think we need to do now is we need to pull back the digital curtain. And of course, to all of our hero makers listening, we will be describing how everything looks, but you can also see what this looks like and access a video of this conversation at storybrand.com design. And that link is also included in the episode description. So Paige, I'm going to pull up wireframe and why don't you just kind of explain what a wireframe is for our listeners and then kind of walk us through how you created it.
3: So graphic designer, I am not, right? My job is to write really great copy. So when I present a wireframe to a client and I do present them, particularly with the homepage, because I want us all to be able to go through section by section and talk through hey, here's why this one is coming after this section. Here's where it fits into the presentation of the brand script. So that's really important to me to be able to go through that live with clients and make changes on the fly. But what they see is essentially raw text. And I do that because, especially when I'm working with Jenna, I I don't want to plant any preconceived visual notions in their head. I want them to be maniacally focused on the text so that by the time Jenna gets this wireframe, they're so thrilled with the text that all they're going to be looking at when she sends them the design mock-up is the design because they're already comfortable with the words. So in the story brand framework, when we write a wireframe, there's a pretty specific order that we tend to put things in. You know, so we really start with the actual problem that we're solving, the aspirational identity of our customer, the hero, so that as soon as they view that homepage, you know, when they're, they're doing that grunt test, they know exactly what they're going to get. And this is just the beginning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Paige, thank you so much for walking us through this. And again, if you're listening, you can watch the video of Paige and Jenna going step-by-step step through their wireframe and website design at storybrand.com design. The link is also in our episode description. Now, one of the things that you said that was so key is... This process allows the client to be laser focused on the words first, not get distracted by, do I like the look and feel of this? And it allows them to say to themselves, is this who we are? And is this who we are marketing to? Is this our customer? Are these the problems that they're experiencing?
3: Yeah. I mean, we just can't assume that you know, we want to make it easy.
1: So now Jenna, Paige sets you up for success with a really great wireframe. Now it's your time to do the design. So I'm going to pull up your design and I would love for you to walk us through how you take Paige's wireframe and then translate it over into the actual design pieces.
2: One of the things that Paige does in her copy doc is she does actually give me some visual cues without completely laying out the design for me and where the client doesn't have like a preconceived notion of how this is actually going to show up in the design. But she does like give me a good idea of what is important and what the visual hierarchy is in the document and what we want to stand off the page so I get a better sense of, okay, this is the important stuff, right? This is what we actually need to punch up and make sure that people don't miss, One of the things that designers, we can do sometimes is we can get super creative and then the copy just gets completely lost. And we don't want that to happen with this amazing story branded messaging. We wanna make sure that the client or the potential client is gonna come here and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, like this is, the visuals are amazing. The the, the vibe is great. And like, I wanna move forward.
0: That was one of my favorite episodes as well. I love that they talk about how you can combine design and copy to really make your marketing work. And like we said in the beginning, if you want to listen to this entire episode and get even more great tips out of it, you can go to the show notes and go to the Spotify playlist we've created or the link to the episode number 37, What You Need to Make Your Website Work with PageWorthy and Jenna Gribble. You can listen to the whole thing and get even more tips. So, so. So excited about that. I love that. That was one of the favorites of the year. And one of my favorites that I actually remember that I love that we've heard about over and over and over again was episode number 60 called What You Actually Need to Know About SEO with Abe Curian. And SEO can be really tricky. It feels kind of obscure and it's hard to wrap your mind around. And in this episode, we give some really practical tips on how to think about using SEO in your marketing.
4: SEO in very simple things, besides the word acronym being it being an acronym for search engine optimization, is simply optimizing your content and pages to show up in Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and other search engines in front of your customers. With 70% of the searches happening in Google, and about roughly about 20% in Yahoo and Bing, uh, 70% of your customers actually search your products and services, when they know they have a problem, but they don't know about a solution in Google. And if your company, product, business, or service shows up in front of those customers in those searches, they will most likely hire you for a solution to their problem.
0: Where do they need to start? What are the things that they need to think about right off the bat in regards to SEO?
4: What happens is SEO tends to have a lot of misinformation. And there are a lot of people, they have a lot of different approach. There is only one approach that works very well, and it's a very simple approach. It doesn't have to be this complicated. Give your customers what they are asking for. Be the guide or be the person who can help them and give them exactly what they are searching for. You do not have to worry about Google Eat update and this update and all the other things that SEO people love to throw things around It just adds to the confusion. As long as you simply answer your question that your customers are asking, for example, you can go out and ask your secretary, hey, what are the kind of questions I'm getting? You can ask your salespeople, what are the kind of questions? Simply write a blog post, write content, focus your topic subject matter on that particular problem. Good enough.
0: I think that's so important for people to hear because SEO, when you are going to hire somebody to come in and work with you, that, that can be very expensive. When you put a, an agency on retainer, then you know, if somebody was going to move to that next step to hire somebody to do their SEO for them, what are the things that people should be looking for when they're talking to somebody who works in SEO? First thing a
4: lot of people ask me is, you know, have you worked in this kind of a market? Yes, I have worked in 65 different markets, built several hundred sites, but that's, that's a different point. What a person should really look for is, do they understand SEO? A lot of people think about SEO as link building, writing content, but SEO starts like a building of a house. If you have a foundation that is broken, it doesn't matter what kind of big castle you build on top of that foundation, it's all going to come tumbling down sooner or later. When I say the foundation, you have to make sure that your website does not have any broken links. You gotta make sure that all your pages are optimized. Before you hire somebody or if somebody is gonna you can hire somebody, first thing, if they're competent, they should be looking at the website structure. Because if that structure and foundation is not set right. It doesn't matter how much you spend in SEO, you will get immediate results. And then a few months down the line, as soon as you stop, it will just drop right back. You know, the technical side of SEO is one aspect. The on-page optimization, which is meta tags and all, is one other aspect. And then things like having them check to see, hey, what is my competition is doing? Are they able to really assess your competition and tell you, this is what your competition is doing. This is our road plan. And a good SEO will typically ask you, hey, can I get temporary access to your analytics and your search console? There's a wealth of information that Google provides, including articles that are working for you. If an SEO professional is able to do that, that's somebody you want to consider or think about, you know, as a, a strong candidate.
1: All right, Hero Maker, if you are feeling overwhelmed with your SEO, go back and listen to episode number 60 with Abe Curian. You can, of course, check the show notes and just listen to the Spotify playlist or click that link to the Apple Podcasts. Or, of course, just listen wherever you get your podcast. We don't want to hold you back. As a marketer, you are driven to solve problems. And there are problems that can be fun to solve, like finding new ways to connect with your audience and brainstorming a brilliant new ad campaign. And then there are problems that are just frustrating, like when your ad tech doesn't work like it's supposed to and you can't measure how well your brilliant new campaign is performing, ugh. HubSpot CRM platform is ridiculously easy to learn, use, and love, and that's because it's a handcrafted, sophisticated system designed for the way marketers actually work, not a bunch of cobbled-together tools that don't speak to each other. With customizable hubs and tools that you can add or subtract as you grow, HubSpot is ready to help you squash endless problems caused by broken tech and start solving problems that help you break the internet. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com.
0: And now back to the show.
1: All right. Next up, we've got episode number 49. This is with my homegirl, Mindy Cook. She is one of our StoryBrand certified guides who specializes in video, specifically in helping you capture incredible testimonials. She shares her secrets to success in this episode that played in May of this year.
5: So, you know, testimonials are basically someone else telling about how you helped them either succeed or avoid failure most of the time. So it's having someone else tell a story about how you helped them be a hero Hence, you know, hero makers, right? It's It's lifting up your authority as a hero maker because someone else is saying they helped me be a hero and here's how they did it. And here's how I've benefited from that. And here's how you can benefit from that too. So you
1: as a guide, how do you figure out who you're supposed to talk to um, and which of these elements of this story brand framework do you kind of lean on most to pull the talking points out of those people?
5: To start with, I am looking for people who have uh, hopefully, you know, reach the promised land of those successes. That that's the ideal. Is looking for the people who have achieved those successes that are in your success bucket in your brand script. Um, you also, you know, every good story has a little bit of conflict, right? There's there has to be that little rub of conflict. Um, and so, if there's someone who had a narrow escape from a failure and they know it, that is a fascinating testimonial to get as well because you need that contrast. You know, everybody knows that life and business isn't all sunshine and roses all the time. And so I think it speaks to your authenticity and your authority when you are able to help someone avoid a failure. So you want to keep an eye out for those stories too. You're also looking for someone who clearly understands that character want. You know, you're looking for someone who knows what they were looking for when they came to you and can verbalize that. And as far as as how you find the people who have these stories. Uh, If you have a larger business or organization where you are not on the front lines, where you are not the person who's interacting with customers or clients on a daily basis, you wanna talk to the people who are. You wanna talk to your customer service representatives, you wanna talk to your sales managers, uh, you wanna talk to anybody who's client facing and start to ask them, hey, Who do you know who has a really interesting story from working with us? Um, Because they will. These are the people who make them feel good about their jobs, these are the people that they remember. So if you're the person who's in charge of making sure your business or organization has customer testimonials, you want to develop relationships with those people who are on the front lines, who are interacting with these people daily, and get them to want to tell you about those stories. And, you know, if you're not in a cycle where you're producing material right now, um, keep a file, keep a document uh, where you have these stories listed and you can circle back when all of a sudden you're under deadline and you need five new customer testimonials, you can look at that document and go, oh, you know what? Bob told me about Susie, who has this really great story. Story, I should try and get in touch with her and find out a little bit more and see if we can get her you know, recorded for a testimonial.
1: I'm curious, what are some key characteristics of someone who would make for a really great testimonial?
5: When you're looking for someone who might have a great, particularly a video testimonial to share, um, you're looking for someone who is, you know, excited about what they've either accomplished or avoided, whether it's success or failure, um, and someone who is uh, willing to talk about it, and not just willing, maybe even eager to talk about it. You know, you you want that um, excitement to come through because that's going to help pull other people in. You're looking for a certain amount of outgoingness. They don't have to be, you know, the world's biggest extrovert. In fact, sometimes introverts make for great interview subjects because they've got a lot of depth to share, but they need to be able to carry on a conversation with you, right? And so um, I've often screened for video testimonials. If I don't know these people uh, myself, I'll set up a Zoom call with them and just have a conversation. It's not an interview. And in fact, you don't want it to be the interview because you want those fresh reactions when you ask your actual interview questions. But I call this a pre interview. And it's just a chance for me to get to know them, them to get to know me so that when I show up sometimes at their house with a video camera, you know, we have a we have a rapport, we have a level of connection. And it makes the whole process a lot less weird because, you know, it's weird when someone sticks a camera in your face. I know that. You know, it allows you to develop that connection and also allows you to figure out, is this someone who's going to have enough words and enough excitement and enough energy to get through this interview with me in a way that's going to be compelling for people to watch.
0: Ah, Mindy crushing it with the testimonials. I love that so much. Testimonials can be so effective in growing your business. So you want to get that right. So if you want to go back and listen to episode number 49, the best way to use testimonials to grow your business, then just click on the show notes link where you can go directly to the podcast and listen to it there through Apple podcast or use the Spotify playlist and listen to all of them in a row because you are going to get so much gold out of these episodes If you haven't listened to them already, the last episode that we're going to share on this mixtape is episode number 31. This one is fantastic. We've heard so much about this. This actually goes all the way back to January. It's called how to build your social media calendar with James Hannon. You know, it's figuring out what to post and when to post for your business can be incredibly overwhelming. And James really breaks it down and makes it super practical about how you can create a calendar. And plan it all out so you can get the best engagement on social media. So when you sit down with a company or an individual who's promoting their personal brand, what are some of the tips that you give them about creating a plan around their
6: social media? Great. I love this. Number one is that we we want to make sure that first of all, that they understand that the plan makes it easy. Most of the time, we don't allow ourselves to have the time to sit down with a cup of herbal tea and go, all right, I'm just going to have this moment for me and plan out the rest of the year or the rest of the month. And while people might think it's difficult to plan out a year ahead where you are going, whoa, a whole 12 months into the future, I don't even know what I'm going to do for tonight, let alone what I'm going to do in 12 months. It takes a burden off them and so we put a framework together so first of all we talk about well let's first look at uh get some of the basics out of the way let's go to the calendar let's actually go to a calendar and look at what's in the year things like christmas things like new year things like um uh, cyber Friday, uh, cyber monday and black Friday. all of these different things that they can be a part of valentine's day that make it go that's going to make it easy for them to plan then we say, well, what do you want to have around those? What's important to your clients? So, it's it's making it easy for them to plan out the year. The next part of it is, is look at what sort of promotions do you want to run in that timeframe? When you understand the promotions you want to run, then it's quite easy to, to fill in the gaps. And, and all of a sudden, you find that what you thought you couldn't do, now you've got 12 months and you've probably got at least one to two posts a month planned out. now. That may not sound like a lot, but for a small business owner, the pressure that they're already under, that now, all of the, some of the weight comes off. And then we can start planning out to fill in the gaps. So, we use we've got, we developed a thing called the seven E's of marketing and it gets the best result. And so, we look, let's look at what they are. So, number one is E for encouragement. Okay. So, for me, my favorite posts that I write and I can go on forever when I'm writing these ones is when I'm writing an encouraging post, when I'm writing something, hey, you've got this. I know that this right now it's tough. and I And I love what you guys say, which is, you know, empathize before authority always. And so, we use that in our encouragement posts. The next we go on and we look at something like engage. How are you going to engage with your client? How are you going to interact, get a response, create interest? And that's that difference. So, you might ask a question, you know, what's everyone reading right now? Uh, what's a podcast that you love? Marketing Made Simple. <laughs> then we move into educate. But most people think that they've got to stay in this place. And if they stay in that place of educate and people are bored, they want to have, um, th- they need to have that connection. They need to have that Uh, that, they get a little bit of everything, but education seems to be this thing of, it's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. What am I going to teach my audience today? Whereas, you know, they'll, they'll come on and they'll, they'll watch something that, that connects with them, but they're quite happy to see, you know, what, you know, we watched Don, Don put something up about his daughter. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) then we have, now we have exposed. Now, this is an interesting one. Expose is um, where you're, you might be opening up Uh, something different so for instance if you're in the wellness industry you know you're sharing a recipe about a shake that you might have you're you're talking about your this is my favorite exercise um if you've just bought the new iphone 13 you want to show it off the next is entertain now entertain is fun entertain like for instance one of my posts i put up yesterday i was and it was the, the privileges of working from home, okay? And I'm in my dressing gown. And I said some people call it a dressing gown, others call it an vogue jo- uh, jacket. But let's not get caught up, okay? <laughs> and empathize. This is the next one. So, my two favorite are encourage and empathize because I think especially in our environment right now, is that people want to know you care before they know anything else they don't want to they they tell them how much you care and how much you understand and last but not least is excite and I'm an excitable guy. JJ, you are seriously one of the most excitable guys I've ever met. <laughs> and, and, and those, that's that time when you can be excited about what you're doing, excited about life, excited about being on a podcast at 1.30 in the morning, excited about what, what's happening around you, excited about coming out of lockdown, uh, excited about the future you want to be that person. People don't want to be around. And I want to, I guess, for to help business owners is one of the big things we say, people don't want to know about your rants all the time. You've got to have this connection between your business profile and your personal profile because I can guarantee something right now. People are checking me out. <laughs> <laughs> they're going They're going to my business page or something like that to check out, well, what's he putting up? But then they're going past my business page. They're going to go to my profile and they're going to look for my profile and go, is there a connection there? Are they the same? Is he the same person on business and in life? But use the framework, grab a hold of it, and that's going to make life so much easier.
1: All right, hero maker, if you need to build a social media calendar for 2023, which I know everybody does, then go back and listen to episode number 31. You can check it out on the Spotify playlist in the Apple link that we provided or
0: wherever you get your podcasts. JJ, this was so fun. It was such a good reminder to me of the amazing guides that we have that help people create an amazing marketing. It was a great reminder of just things that even I want to do personally and for StoryBrand and for Marketing Made Simple. It's just always fun to kind of look back and reflect and go, what are some things I learned this year? And what are some things that I want to make commitments to do for next year? And just pausing and listening to these episodes and listening to these highlights has done that for me. I mean, it's done that for me because I am ready, I am excited about getting back into some of the grooves that maybe I've let kind of slip away.
1: Absolutely. So Hero Maker, if you're stuck trying to figure out how to apply the story brand framework into your marketing, you can hire a story brand certified guide just like Paige or Jenna or Abe or Mindy or James, just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create
0: marketing that works for 2023. And now it is time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. Hero Maker, in the show notes, we've included a Spotify playlist and links to each episode on Apple Podcasts. Here's your actionable step. Go and listen. Carve out some time and listen to these episodes. And I want you to take one piece of information that you learned or relearned from those episodes, and I want you to write it down. I think so many times when we're listening to all these different podcasts and we're creating all this different content and we're trying to figure out all the things we need to do, especially at the end of the year, it can feel really overwhelming. So what I want you to do is when you listen to each of these episodes, I want you to write down one nugget, one piece of information that stood out to you, that challenged you, that changed your thinking. And I want you to write it down so you can implement it implementing that actionable step is going to be what takes your marketing to the next level and makes 2023 incredible for your business. So go back, listen to these episodes and write down one piece of information, one nugget that you are going to act on. If just from this episode, you can write down four pieces that you are going to implement into your marketing, it is going to change everything. It will change everything. I'm just telling you, it will. Those four steps will take you to another level. So go back, listen, and implement. When you implement these steps, you are going to be able to create clear marketing that invites your customers into a story that they get to be the hero, you get to be the guide, and you are going to solve their problems and help them live a better life. It is all about giving value to your customers and solving their problem and making them the hero. That's why we call you Hero Makers. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thanks so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week for Marketing Made Simple Mixtape Part 2.